This is an Odyssey original. This is Coronavirus Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. One of the big mysteries of the pandemic, why some people haven't gotten sick yet, others around them have. We'll try to unravel that as the answers might not be so clear. And then the indoor mask mandate in this state ends next week. And some other governors are pulling the plug on the mask mandates too. Um, But people will still probably keep the masks around, or at least on in some cases. Is there a right time to ditch them? We start with the mystery behind why some people heavily exposed to the coronavirus manage to never get infected. Dr. Joseph Castaldo is an infectious disease specialist with Ohio Health. So, Doctor, you've heard these stories, I'm sure, of, of entire households getting sick with COVID, sparing just one person seemingly at random. It's just a reflection that we're still learning so much about this virus. And again, um, the, the mindset is that the immune system is very complicated and how you actually get infection is quite variable from person to person. For example, we know that one of the things that really affects you, whether or not you get infection, is your inoculum or how much virus you actually get exposed to. So in a situation where you get exposed to more virus uh, compared to somebody else, you're more likely to get infection. Another variable that really impacts that is Uh, whether or not you're wearing a mask properly, what type of mask, what's the ventilation of the air like where you are. So those are all the variables that can really impact whether or not you get infection. And of course, too, there's other things about the immune system that are quite different from a person to person. Um, There is your acquired immunity you get from infections or vaccines. But there's also something called innate immunity, which is kind of like an all-purpose immunity that helps protect you in general from a whole host of uh, viruses and other pathogens like bacteria. Uh, In addition to that, too, um, you know, for whatever reason, as you know, there's always been challenges with testing. It could be that uh, somebody does have actually infection, but there's a consideration for the quality of the test being done, whether it be a PCR test or an antigen test. And when you look at specifically a PCR, it doesn't tell you whether or not you have infection. It all tells you is if it's detected or not. So as you know, you can have a PCR that says not detected and somebody still have infection. We were talking yesterday about these uh, theories that if you have exposure and not necessarily maybe full on infection, but we've all come up against this at certain points, that repeated exposure, you know, if it's low enough, if it's spaced out far enough, maybe that's okay at kind of priming the pump and that gets people through it. What do you think of that? Yeah, I I do think there is some uh, credible uh, reasoning for that to happen physiologically. And again, if that actually happens, by definition, it is infection. If you get exposure and you don't have any immune response, you don't get infection. But uh, nonetheless, though, you can get exposure uh, to a low amount of this virus, what we would call really a low-grade infection, and have that really enough to stimulate your immune system. And in somebody who is healthy and if they get a low dose of it uh, and they have some underlying immunity to begin with, uh, they're going to clear the virus a lot quicker and they may not show any symptoms. I'm a great example. I've received my vaccine. I've received my booster. Uh, I've never had any symptoms of COVID-19. It doesn't mean I've not had any infection. Dr. Joseph Castaldo, infectious disease specialist, Ohio Health. California's statewide mask mandate ends next Tuesday after that point. 
The decisions to keep the mandate in place will fall on local health departments and governments. This has some people happy who have long been um, over the idea of wearing a mask, but there are plenty of others questioning if now is the right time. After all, about 38,000 new COVID infections a day have been reported in California over the last week. There are more than 10,000 people still sick in hospitals. Dr. Peter Chin Hong is an infectious disease specialist at UC San Francisco up in the Bay Area where you are, doctor. Just one county, I think, is sticking with its mask mandate while everyone else is getting rid of them. Yeah, so only Santa Clara uh, Santa Clara County is going to continue with the mask mandate. Everybody else has said it's up to you as an individual uh, to decide that in a crowded indoor setting. Okay, so you're the infectious disease expert. Um, Good or bad idea? I mean, I was reading this morning the head of the World Health Organization was making a point of saying that uh, if you think the pandemic is over, think again, it's not. Uh, I see some federal officials in this country indicating the CDC, in fact, it's not lifting its mask mandate for or recommendation anyway for indoors. So all these places, California included, that are saying, "Okay, it's okay if you want to take your mask off when you're inside. Uh, Foolish, not foolish. I think it's the right time to tell you the truth, um, but I think it comes with an asterisk. And the asterisk is really the fact that there's still 2,500 uh, deaths a day in the United States. Uh, in California, it's still ca- killing more people than the first two surges that we've had in the state. So it's not, it's not um, you know, mild business. But on the other hand, you know, we are, haven't seen the, the straining of the hospitals, particularly in the Bay Area, compared to other parts of the, the country. And we have new tools now to help people even if you're unvaccinated from getting into the hospital, and that's the oral pills, the monoclonal antibodies, they're coming in increasing supply. So I think the the calculus becomes a little bit different. So it's different from the previous surges and when we've descended from them. Here, well, comes, I, here comes your favorite uh, line. Where are the pills? Tom? Yeah, because because I got to <laughs> tell you, doctor, I mean, I've talked to a number of doctors down here in, in the L.A. area in the past just week, and none of them, I mean, none of them, and they're attached to some, you know, and you can, figure out some of the places, pretty big medical centers, they cannot get the Merck pill. They cannot get the Pfizer pill. Some of them don't even have access to the one existing monoclonal antibody treatment that apparently works with Omicron. Yes, I know that uh, it's been in short supply, but it is increasing um, over time. And I think, yeah, maybe it might be too little too late, but it's just, um, you know, something that we expect to come more and more on board. In fact, in San Francisco, we've been getting a little bit more every uh, allocation we get, which is in some sense, in some respects, every two weeks. So I remain optimistic uh, about that increasing supply. But nevertheless, you know, if you look at the goalposts of does our hospital have wiggle room um, right now in the Bay Area, it does, depending on the county you're in. So we, we may be able to take that sort of um, risk, so to speak, but it's not really a risk if you think about it, because personally speaking, I'm not going to go to Ocean Beach and and torch my mask in a mask burning party. (laughs) I'm still going to wear my mask in when it's rush hour in Costco and have a long grocery list. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, uh, you know, ending the mandate doesn't mean we're banning masks. If you're walking through someplace and you're inside and, and you don't feel comfortable, then put your N95 or your KN94 or whatever it is on. And, uh, you know, you're good for quite a while, despite what everybody else may or may not be doing. 
Yeah. So in, in many senses, this, you know, dropping the mask mandate is more of a symbol or a metaphor rather than people's actual behaviors, which may not even change that much as long as there's circulating virus. Okay, let's raise the stakes. Are we getting closer to the time when the mandate in some places to show proof of vaccination should end? Well, I think so. San Francisco recently dropped uh, some of their requirements for vaccines only to allow uh, people who might have had exemptions to use a negative test to get into events or bars or restaurants even. So I do see a movement in that direction. As the amount of virus goes down in the community, the stakes of it being a, a public health measure will be different. So I think that's my prediction that those will be relaxed, even in um, you know risk-averse California. Dr. Peter Chinhong, infectious disease specialist, UC San Francisco. We end today's coronavirus daily with a story about voluntarily getting infected with the coronavirus. Results from the world's first COVID-19 challenge trial are in, care of the Imperial College London in the UK. A challenge trial is when people are willingly, knowingly infected with a virus to track progress and symptoms from time of infection to recovery. Well, 36 volunteers between the ages of 18 to 29 years without evidence of previous infection or vaccination were given a tiny amount of the novel coronavirus in their noses, and then they were watched. And there were all kinds of potentially interesting and useful pieces of data that came out of the study. 18 of the 36 became infected with COVID-19. 16 showed symptoms. Viral load in the sick volunteers seemed to peak about five days after infection, but people were still shedding the virus up to 10 days after. The study found that asymptomatic people were giving off just as much virus as those with bad coughs and fevers. This is an Odyssey original. Find us on the Odyssey app and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher.